0: Monsters Podcast. My name is Cody and today I just want to talk about a couple of thoughts that I've had over the past week about conscience and liberty. Uh, So let's get into that. I uh, made a post on Instagram that I thought, well, I, I presumed that the second half would be controversial. But the first half, the beginning of my argument, wasn't controversial at all. And I think the second half totally followed from the first half. Uh, And so if the first half is true, you need to accept the second half. But something really interesting happened where people started attacking. Uh, Because not everybody is a total idiot and they recognize how logic works. And so they realize, well, if if the conclusion to this argument doesn't work, because this logic is so undeniably flawless, that must mean the premise isn't true. <laughs> um, if you have, forget all the logic mumbo jumbo. Here, here's what I said. I made a, I made a video about conscience, and I basically made the argument that uh, one, here's here's the premise: if you break your conscience, that's a sin. If the thing itself that you do is a sin or if it's not, like in the Bible, a very good example of this is meat sacrificed to idols. Paul makes it very clear uh, that it's just meat. You can eat it. It's totally okay for you to eat it. But some people, before Paul wrote this letter, they you know they were having arguments and discussions about if eating this meat is okay, and some people thought, in their conscience, it's There's no way it's okay to eat this meat because it's sacrificed to idols and that's bad. But then other people, they were like, well, we have freedom in Christ and so we can eat this meat sacrificed to idols because they're not real. Um, And Paul makes the point that if, if a person breaks his conscience, even if it's regarding an issue that isn't necessarily sinful, like eating meat sacrificed to idols, it is still a sin for them because they know the right thing for them to do and they don't do it. That's also said in James, if anyone knows the right thing to do and he does not do it to him, it is sin. So I think that's a pretty good airtight premise, right? But then here's the implication that I think we have to contend with as churches, uh, as Christians living in this crazy, crazy world we live in, and that is some people's conscience tells them that they should not worship wearing a mask, that they should not go to church and worship with a mask on. Um, Or conversely, uh, which more reflects my personal view, we should not, as a church give in to the overstep of authority that our government is trying to to grab onto by giving in to their baseless rules. So what that means is if the government, for no good reason, says you have to force your people to wear masks to gather and churches, for no other reason, notice that I'm saying for no other reason, then or at least for the for the primary reason of uh because the government says so, we're going to force all of our congregants to wear masks. And somebody shows up and they don't feel in their heart that it's a good thing to do to wear a mask and the church turns that person away from worship or turns that person away from communion, they are turning that person away from the table of Christ and we have churches that are allowing murderers, thieves, adulterers, and all other kinds of sin, which is a good thing, and we should, so I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but those are bad sins. And we have churches who are flinging their doors open to these people, and they should be. But we also have churches, the same churches, that are seeing people who don't want to wear masks and even if those churches believe it's a sin, they're still turning people away from worship, which is even worse. You know, like, let's, let's just say a serial adulterer came into church and, and everybody knew who this person was and knew they were an adulterer. You wouldn't turn that person away. You would have a conversation with them. You would, you would try to convince them. Well, one, you would try to bring them to Christ if they didn't know Christ. If they did, then you would try to convince them of the sinfulness of their actions. You would not turn them away from worship. And so that was my argument. My argument was people might have a pretty good reason to not want to wear masks to church and churches are turning them away from worship, which is a far worse sin. And what people started doing is attacking the fact that we should follow our conscience, w- which blew my mind. Like it, it does follow, right? The The argument does follow. Um, but I, I, people were saying, this is the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Following your conscience. Some, um, one young lady, I, I, I really appreciated where she was coming from and she was right. And I think we ended up agreeing in the end, but she was saying how, um, the word of God needs to take precedence over our conscience. And I was like, I totally agree. Uh, but in areas where the word of God is not specific, we can use our conscience to guide us. Is our conscience, uh, sinful? Yes. Yes, it is. We do not make perfect decisions and our, and if we follow our conscience perfectly, we, we, can still sin because our conscience could guide us in the wrong way hypothetically but the way that we learn to make better decisions is through um training our conscience and we train our conscience through gaining wisdom we train it through reading the word of god Uh, and the more that we exercise our conscience much like a muscle our conscience will become um better, more accurate at making decisions, I think. So this is this is from Cody. I think that makes sense, but if you have a, a different way of looking at this, uh I would love to hear it, but that's what makes sense to me. It makes sense to me that well one, the, I mean the Bible seems to hold the hold the conscience in a pretty high regard. Just look up conscience in the Bible and you'll see all kinds of verses about conscience. And so that I don't think is arguable from a, a biblical perspective like pff, follow your conscience. That's crazy that people were doing that that's like total biblical illiteracy it blew my mind that people were attacking the fact that you shouldn't follow your conscience now what i was not saying was you should follow your conscience over the bible but the problem is the bible doesn't say you have to wear a mask to church that was my argument anyway i just thought it was really fascinating uh, that people were attacking that premise people who who are christians they're they're professing christians And yet, they think, nah, you shouldn't follow your conscience because I think masks are are great and, and people are evil for not wearing masks. That is a wonderful example of your own personal dogma taking over what the Bible says. And there is a temptation for all of us to do that, and we need to do our best to make that not happen and make the Bible take precedence over our opinions instead of the other way around. Um... I want to talk about a couple of really good objections to this that I, that I heard. Um, so, well, one is let, let's just say, um, w- what if the church really believes that this is dangerous? And what if they, this situation we're all in, what if the church really believes that this is dangerous and something needs to be done? And the thing that they conclude is that everybody should wear masks. <clears throat> well, here's the thing. Um, uh, at least in my city, social distancing isn't, um, isn't as prevalent or like talking about social distancing isn't so prevalent anymore. Um, it used to be that masks and social distancing were like one thing you have to do both, but now it's just masks. Um, and remember before when people had to wear two masks, what happened to that? Anyway, Uh, let's just say a church, an elder board gets together and they believe the right thing to do is to, is to, uh, wear masks because this thing is dangerous. The problem with that is they are not acting the church, even, even right now. Like if, if they believe it's dangerous and all they're doing is, uh, making people wear masks, they don't actually believe that this is real. They don't actually believe that this is dangerous, because common sense says that masks don't actually help prevent um, a a mic, uh, microscopic—that's the word I was looking for—disease. Um, you know, unless you have like a sealed with filters, like a gas mask, and then you wear like medical scrubs that you dispose of, and you know, you if you wear a medical a uh, uh, surgical mask or whatever, you you are Trained to take care of it properly, take it off the right way, dispose of it, use it only like for every one time you go out. Because you know we should be treating these things like a biohazard. Essentially, um, the churches—if they actually believed that this would that this was real—they would be acting totally differently. They would probably, if they were smart, not even meet inside. They would start meeting outdoors, and they would require social distancing, and they would require mask, or they wouldn't even meet at all. Uh, in order, you know, to because we got to save people's lives. Uh, so churches are acting inconsistently. They don't actually believe that this is real. Uh, the reason that it seems that most, if not all churches, are doing this is just because the government says so. If the government didn't say that people had to wear masks, would there be a single church where the elder board got together and made the decision? We have to make our church wear masks because it will save lives. I don't think so. I don't, I don't know that that's true. Um, I would be really interested in seeing that church, you know, if that church exists. So uh, if they're not, if they don't actually believe that it's real, even if it is real, it still doesn't matter because they don't believe that it's real. And we know that people don't believe that it's real because they're not acting like it. Uh, putting a little piece of cloth over your face, isn't enough to prevent covid we know that even getting the vaccine now isn't enough to prevent covid people are are saying now like liberals like medical professionals who are also liberals are saying well the vaccine doesn't really help you uh not get covid it just helps you not get covid really bad it helps you from not dying but it doesn't actually help you from not getting covid what is the point of that Anyway, uh, so, so I think the argument like, what if they believe that it's real? Um, yeah, I think if they believe that it's real and they're consistent with it, then, you know, that's fine. But uh, but nobody believes that it's real. They're not acting like it. You're not acting like you believe that this is real. Um, What if, here's, but here's another argument, another really interesting thing. What if, 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 the church decided to meet outside instead. Like what if they were being consistent and the church decided to meet outside and somebody in the congregation said that their conscience tells them we can't meet outside, we have to meet inside. We we need to, you know, not even acknowledge that this disease exists. We need to trust in the blood of Jesus and he's going to save us, yada, yada, whatever. What if someone's conscience Tells them it's bad to meet outside. Um. Well, you're not, here's the thing. You're not being forced into anything in that situation. You could just go to a different church. You should, you could Um. Uh, uh, just uh, whatever, you know, you're not being forced to do anything in that situation. You're not being denied gathering if you don't want to meet out, you're not being turned away. Like if you showed up at this church and you were like, no, we have to meet inside, they wouldn't turn you away. They'd be like, well, sorry, um, but you can still fellowship with us. (laughs) But if somebody isn't wearing a mask, they will turn you away. So that's, that's one thing. That's an issue. Uh, Plus, you know, if, if somebody, felt in their conscience that it was a bad thing to do to meet outside, then, then I think it would be morally acceptable for them to find another church that does meet in person, if if that's really so central, central to your theology. But then here's another objection. One genius on Instagram said, what if my conscience says I should go to church without pants? Huh? Huh, bucko? Well, that's... Honestly, that's a better argument than the first one. <laughs> because... Because we do kind of, we, we are kind of forced to wear clothes in our society, so that's that's a comparable uh, one. But here's here's the problem with that. Give me good reasons as to why you shouldn't wear pants. Because it's it's not that people arbitrarily say I don't want to wear a mask, but uh, and so to compare it to something I, I said that's a silly example because. Um, you know, masking is people have reasons to mask and you don't have reasons to wear pants. Like come up with some, with a hypothetical scenario that's legitimate. And then he's like, well, they're both silly examples. And I'm like, you just called your example silly. That that's, that's kind of funny that you're admitting that you're, uh, that your counter argument was ridiculous. So I don't know, come up with a better argument, dudes. Let's talk about freedom. Uh, if, if a stranger comes up to you, if a stranger comes up to you on the street, if you're just walking on the sidewalk and a stranger comes up to you and he's he's holding a hat in his hand, and he comes up to you and wants to make you wear that hat, and he says, Hey, I want you to wear this hat, um your you're probably your first reaction, your immediate reaction is probably no. You're gonna say, No, I don't, I don't really wanna do that. That's kind of weird that you want to make me wear this hat. Now think what would happen if this person who wants you to wear this hat for no good reason becomes more assertive about this hat. If he forces you, if if he tries to impose this hat upon you even more, what should your response be then? Well, I would argue that your response would be to push equally against his pushing on you, like his the force that he is exerting on you, you should give an equivalent amount of force against that. The more aggressive he becomes about you wearing this hat, you know, you might start a fight. But here's another interesting thing. You might also start thinking, this isn't just about the hat. There is something else going on here because no reasonable human being would make such a big hubbub about a hat out of nowhere is this hat dangerous does it have razor blades in it is he trying to kill me there's something else going on here this isn't about the hat there's something else going on here hopefully you see how this is analogous to masks but just freedom in general i think this is an important concept for christians to be able to grasp uh, for us not only dealing with with the authority of um government family and church but but just living our lives. How does our will interact with other people's will? And I think the general rule is we shouldn't force anybody to do anything, no matter who we are, unless they are trying to impose something on us forcibly, and so we can use force to resist it. Um, and, And here's why. Here's why this is true, because their will is not more important than your will and your will is not more important than their will. So for you to try to impose something over their will is to think that you're more valuable than they are. And that's not true. And also this is stuff just coming from my brain. So I'm, I'm just trying to work through this stuff here. Uh, this is, this is new. (laughs) Um, so I am open to dialogue about any of this stuff, but it seems to make sense to me so far. Uh, our wills are not more important than each other's wills. So if there is a conflict of wills, if someone else is trying to impose their will onto yours, you can resist that because their will is not more important than your will. Makes sense. Um, here, here's a counter argument to that. But God created the government and their governments are allowed to impose their wills on people. Kings whatever, like people in charge, people who are given authority by God are allowed to impose their wills on others. And I would say I th- something doesn't sit right with me about that. And here's what I think it is. I think that's not true. I think what governments are supposed to do is not impose their will on people, but impose God's will on people. <clears throat> the Bible says that governments are made to... Their purpose is to reward good and to punish evil. And so if a government doesn't do that, then they're not doing their job that God created them to do. And if they are overstepping their authority, we can resist that authority under this argument. I, so, but here's another thing. Good and evil according to who? If, if God made governments to impose laws impose laws to um to reward good and punish evil governments are still imposing will on other people like if somebody commits a crime a government has to you know has to take action to do something about that that is an imposition of will does that make the government's will more important than than um than the citizens will i don't think so because the the will the only will that matters here is god's god's will is more important than our will and if a government is adequately uh reflecting god's will in the society then that's a good thing and there's nothing to resist there's nothing wrong with that that's wonderful and so whenever we're thinking about these um these laws and whatever we have to think about how they reflect rewarding good and punishing evil and you know other things enter into that like of course protecting people but then you have to ask yourself is is all this stuff really about protecting people or is there something else to it they're making an awfully big deal about forcing me to wear this hat what if they what if the guy says it's for your own good for you to wear this hat you'd say why like what what why is it for my own good for me to wear this hat that you're forcing me to wear because if you don't i'm going to punch you in the face. (laughs) So the danger is them. You know, the, the guy who's forcing you to wear the hat, he's protecting you by forcing you to wear the hat from what he's going to do to you if you don't. Um, so that would be probably a good thing to resist. If someone, here's another example. Uh, if somebody breaks into your house to steal your stuff and murder your family, why, here's a question. Why is it okay to resist that happening? I would say because because people cannot morally impose their will, their personal will, on other people, and that's it. And the same thing applies that applies between individuals. The same thing applies among churches, and the same thing applies among uh, governments. Now, it is entirely possible and likely that we are going to, if we are appropriately trying to understand God's will and then use that in well I don't know would it would it would it be okay to force people to do something I don't know um that's a tough one but I think this has to do with with wills and not imposing things on on uh, other people that's can we even force things that come from God uh, I'm sure there are some situations like You know, it's okay for a church to excommunicate somebody who's an unrepentant sinner. Um, So maybe maybe if it is okay to force some things, uh, we're going to make mistakes in those things. And, you know, if we have faith in Jesus, then we are forgiven for those things. But I don't know. It it still doesn't strike me as as a good thing to do to force um, even your interpretation of God's will on somebody else. Like God says, do this so you have to do it. Like... Um, when, when people tell me you gotta love your neighbor by wearing a mask or shutting up about this stuff, I can say, look, I'm, you should love your neighbor by, um, not binding my conscience or you should let me love my neighbor by not lying to him about masks. Um, so I don't know. My theology is kind of like, leave me alone and let's have a reasonable conversation and come to the truth together. But if, but if anybody tries to force anybody else to do anything, that strikes me as not okay. I'll give this some more thought, but hopefully I gave you something to think about too. Hope you enjoyed the episode. God bless. Catch you next time.